are now tuning in to the Mind Body Podcast, where you will go behind the scenes of how the mind of successful entrepreneurs, experts, and true leaders really works. Here you won't just listen, you will understand the guiding principles to create massive change in any area of your life. And of course, this podcast is hosted by the strong, lovely, with the sexy Jewish accent, Lidor Dayan. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Mind Body Podcast. I'm your host, Lidor Dayan, and in today's episode, wow, what an episode I got for you today. So today I got a chance to speak with Brandon Carter, a fitness entrepreneur, best-selling author, and a music producer. Personally, it was one of my best interviews so far. Very humble, kind, and intelligent man with such an amazing warrior spirit and character. Coming from a poor neighborhood and his father's suicide, he managed to step up and grow from it. Brandon is an example to all of us that events does not shape our destiny. It's our decisions and communication with ourselves. So I'm really happy to share this interview with all of you and really believe each one of you can relate to Brandon in one way or another. So without further ado, let's begin the interview. So first, I really want to thank you for your time. And uh, I really believe we can get a good interview out of this. Because I really love to go deep with people, not just like uh, talking, you know, on the regular stuff. I really want to go deep. So if you would allow me, uh, it would really be a good interview. So first of all, I really want you to share maybe your background and your history. How, how did you get into fitness? Sounds good. Well, uh, first of all, my name is Brandon Carter. I am from the south side of Chicago. It is a very rough neighborhood. Um, it's actually the murder capital of the United States. I grew up in extreme poverty. I remember a little game, me and this kid. Uh, uh, my babysitter had a son who was like a year or two older than me. And the game we used to play was trying to squish the roaches on the wall. You know, I remember it like this. just how we, we were, man. Like how I grew up. And, um, my, my parents wanted me to get out of the environment. There's a lot of gangs and a lot of violence and drugs. And I got into some trouble. You know, I got into a little bit of trouble. Nothing crazy, just you know, little, little stuff. I was, I was with the wrong crowd. But what because, made you, like, uh, really? Because when there is no evidence around you and everything around you look uh, like uh, the future is not bright. So yeah. what made you do the shift? Well, like, it took a, it took a while, man. You know, um, that's a good what you said it was really intelligent. You become like the people you're around. Like we're all products of our environment. The reason you have the accent you have is because you grew up in, in Israel, right? Mm-hmm. You grew up in Israel, and that's how people talk there, right? That's the only reason, right? You're just a product of that environment. Uh, I, I sound the way I sound because of where I, where I grew up. Uh, our belief systems, uh, the way we behave, our mannerisms, how we dress, it's it's 100% influenced by our, our environment. And my parents wanted me to lead that environment, so that was part of the reason, part of the thing that that, that helped me. I, uh, they sent me away to a military school. We got some sort of, there was some sort of uh, scholarship I got, you know. Um, and it, it was weird. It was different because I was the only uh, African American kid there, and it was a bunch of like rich, uh, rich kids, uh, and and. That you know, I came with its own set of challenges. You know, like the kids weren't racist. I, I would say that, but they just made fun of me for being poor and you know, a lot of like just racist jokes. I don't think they were racist people. You know, like I think they're just you know, kids are kids are assholes mm-hmm. sometimes. It's okay about curse. I didn't mean to curse. Yeah, yeah, curse whatever. Fuck, fuck. <laughs> fuck shit. Ass, <laughs> bitch, <anything. All> right. <laughs> so the kids are just mean sometimes, right? And I think they're they're just being kids. And uh, I used to get picked on though. Like and I would get into fights when they said mean stuff to me. And one day I got into a fight and I got my ass worked. And I said, man, I'm sick of this. So I started working out. I started deciding to work out. Uh, so it was, it was more for like self-preservation, violence, not like to look good or for help. It was uh, to defend myself. And I um, I didn't know what I was doing at first. Man. I, I had no idea what I was doing. And uh, so I, I, I messed around for a year or for like about a year, uh, you know, just finding to you know, I'm, I'm, I'm 35, so, like, there wasn't as much information online. 
I had to like try to find books and which is which is probably better, right? <laughs> then like you know, so I had to find books. And I, I made some progress, but it wasn't until the summer. It was after that summer, right? I got I went back home, and my my family, my my, my parents there, they were friends with this guy who was number one trainer in Chicago, like voted number one trainer in all of Chicago. And uh, he, he, you know, like he, he let me like work out with him sometimes. And I know like, you know, a few times a week, he would just like give me tips and tell me what to do. And like they, they would work best for me, right? Cause everything's not for everyone. And, and I, I made crazy progress that summer. And when I went back to school, none of them kids messed with me, man. And, 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 and it wasn't cause I got so big. It's because like working out, training or, or just dedicating yourself to something right having a focus and a goal it builds confidence man it's like real confidence not not like fake confidence you know not not this thing where people try to replicate this it's real confidence when you're when you have a goal when you're actually going for it and you're keeping these promises that you make to yourself every day it builds a kind of confidence, uh, a confidence that can't be mimicked and i think they people saw that and they stop picking on me, right? Because predators look for prey, right? You know, mm-hmm. if there's two lions in a room, lions don't eat other lions, right? You know, like, mm-hmm. you know, they, they, eat, they look for eager animals, you know, that they, yeah. can, that they can devour. And I, I wasn't, I, I didn't come back to school looking like prey. And in fact, not only did those kids not mess with me, they started asking me for advice because they saw the progress. And that was kind of the beginning of, of me becoming a trainer. And then I, I went to college uh, and, you know, it, it changed my whole life, like, because that confidence that we talk about, I thought, man, if I can do this, man, maybe I can start doing better at school. Maybe I start doing better in different aspects of my life. So I started applying myself to school. I ended up getting good grades. Uh, I, I, I did great on a standardized test. It was really hard for me because I had dyslexia. So I had to work harder than everyone else. But, it, you know, it's not an excuse. You've got to work harder than everyone else. Thinking, That's what you do. You just work harder than them. You don't sit around crying. And then I got good grades, got into the college I wanted to go to, and, and that's when I got a job as a trainer, and I've been a personal trainer for like 16 years. Do you think, like uh, you said, you have dyslexia? I talked with yeah. some people, and I'm doing seminars about personal development, and uh, right. a lot of people always use this, ah, in the past I had a doctor that told me that I have this, this, and this. And I think it's a story we all have that's holding us back from what we truly want to do, because we use these kind of stories so we can protect ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a bullshit. Nobody can tell you like who you are because somebody told you you have this, this, and this. It doesn't have to limit you. You decide. It, 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 well, it's not a story. It's real. Uh, it's like in my case, you know, because uh, like if you gave me like a bunch of numbers to write, I know I would write. Someone accident. My, my, I see things differently, and, and you know, uh, it's really, it's, it's really. Like, if I give someone directions, a lot of times, like, the other day, I gave someone directions to my office, and I gave them, like, the numbers in reverse, and they went to the wrong building. It's, um, it, but at the same time, you're 100% right. Not let that or anything else hold you back. You know, like, you just, you just, you, you find a way to win. Yeah, it's just knowing the order and sequence that's really good for you, because each person is individual. So if you know, it's like, uh, if I want to know what motivates you? I need to know the right ingredients. I need to put your you. I, I need to put you in a state that you're in the kitchen while you cook this uh, birthday cake, right? So each time you're telling me something, I need to grab it and like, okay, I need to know the amounts of this, this, and this. And when I have all the recipe, like literally all the recipes, the uh, visual, auditory, kinesthetic, automatically I know the the recipe to make you feel or do this kind of thing. I, th- I think you're right, man, because it's well, this is how I did it with school, through high school and college. I realized that writing was or or was was my limitation. Like I would write things weird, and and I, I read slow. Like I was a slow reader, right? So um, what I did was I said I'm not taking any notes. I'm not reading shit. I just sat in the front of class, front and center, right? Because the studies that, like they show that like when you when you're like in front, you pay attention more. And I said, I'm going to pay attention, man. And just, and then I, my memory got really good. So I was able to recall what I heard. And I, I didn't take no notes. I didn't read nothing. I'm just like, I'm just going to focus on what I can do, right? Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's a key takeaway for people. Like, don't let what you can't do 
prevent you from doing what you can do. So I was if I went to class, even in college, you know, some kids would skip class um, and say, "I'll just do the homework. I'll just study." Or just and not me. I did the opposite. I went to every class all the time. Got there early so I could sit in the front center and I and I didn't do any homework <laughs> and I didn't study. I just paid close attention to the teacher. Um, and sometimes I would try. I would then I learned that if I took notes, even though it would be illegible, I would never even read them. Just the act of writing it helped me help me retain the information. So yeah, you're totally right. You got to find a way that works best for you, right? Even if you have limitations. You got to work around them. Never let what you can't do prevent you from doing what you can't do. What do you think made you uh, like turning the mentality from a victim to become actually a leader, turn responsibility about your life, not uh, like waiting for somebody to come and help you and give you your dreams? Because any successful people that I uh, uh, read about or talked with, it knows about the decision, decision you make that you take responsibility about your life your dream and you don't wish for it or wait for somebody yeah hope is not a strategy um, I think uh, I had a real close relationship with my father we were like really close he was my best friend and when I was 24 years old I'll never forget it I was in I, was, I had already moved to New York uh, funny I moved to New York because I, I thought I was gonna be a musician my whole life right I got I actually got signed to a record label as a rapper yeah. you know, and I played guitar drums keyboard like I, I, a musician kind of my like that's what I thought I would do and I thought I was just doing personal training it was like more of a job but I enjoyed it I enjoyed helping people accomplish their goals and I liked working out but it was a job my, my, my passion was music and I dropped from the label I'm in New York I, it's hard for me to get a job because uh, the economy was really bad at the time and or and I'm just I didn't have like any money in my pocket and then I see I, I, I had a, I looked at my phone it was a bunch of missed calls and text messages, frantic text messages from my sister, call me, call me, call me, call me, call me. And uh, I, I called her, and she told me, man, she told me something crazy. She told me that my my dad was missing, and they found a suicide note. You know, and he, they had, they can't find him, they don't know where he's at. And this is crazy to me, because just the night before, I had had, um, I talked to him. And he was telling me he was going to get his laptop fixed, right? Like, you know, we, we make plans for the next day. And it's, um, I, I didn't believe it. So, like, I, I borrowed some money to get to Chicago because I was broke at the time, poor. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, it was, it was true. And it was true. And then uh, I, I wasn't trying to believe it. I wasn't believing it. I'm like, nah, I mean, it couldn't be. This is my dad. You know, and this, you know, it's a person that you've looked up to your whole life. And, and you base basically your whole life around commit suicide. It's it. Hopefully, none of the listeners will ever have to go through this or under, really understand it the way I do. But it kind of rocks and shakes shakes your whole foundation of what you believe to be true about the world. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Like, it, it'd be imagine imagine if one of your idols was just like making the shit up and he was fake and he was a fraud. Like that's how I felt. So, but like, but I based my whole life around what he taught me and the things I learned from him and who he was as a man. I, I tried to be like him. So I'm like, what, what the fuck? So the next day, I'm still not trying to believe it. I get a knock on the door in this uh, the Chicago Police Department, and they asked me and my mom to sit down. They tell me they found my father in a hotel room with a bullet in his head. And that was the kind of that was the moment when I realized, oh shit, it's, it's real. Like there's no safety net. I think up until that point, I felt like I could fuck around and bullshit until, um, and no matter what, my dad would have my back, right? Because we were boys and we had just a good relationship and I can, it's like a safety net. Mm -hmm. And I realized there was no safety net. There was no safety net for me, my mom, or the rest of my family. And if they were going to be okay, if every the family was going to succeed, if we were going to thrive, if I was going to be successful, it was going to be up to me and me only. It's like it hit me like a ton of bricks. Like I couldn't. I, 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 it was right there, and 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 that's that's the point where I decided, you know what? Let's go. Let's go. You know, like let's let's go. Let's do it. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, um, let's do it. You know, I, I think life sucks. Just in general, I, I, I mean, I, people say, "Oh, life is beautiful." I think life is very hard. You know, it's, it's difficult being a human. 
you know, it, it's, it's very different. Everybody has issues. Everyone listening to this is going through things. I'm sure you've been through things in your life. Just everybody has. And, and it, it's, it's, it's not that great. I, I really don't think it's that great. And it's all a game, right? It's all meaningless. I think I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe some of you guys believe in God or whatever, and that, I'm sure that's comforting. And you know, I, I don't want to take that away from you. But I'm kind of an atheist, and I, I think this is all pointless. It's just a game. However, it is a game. If you're gonna and if you're gonna play, let's play to win. Mm-hmm. Let's play to win, and that's kind of the mentality I take, man. Like, let's play to win, man. Let's go for it. Let's go for it. Let's because. It's going. I believe it sucks either way, right? Like being unsuccessful is not easier than being successful. You just have different kind of problems, like mm-hmm. rent money or bills, or you know you can't go on vacations. Limitations. That's difficult. That's just as difficult as working hard every day, going after your goals, setting plans, achieving them, falling down, getting back up. Neither one is harder than the other, so you might as well do the, the one that's gonna. That can potentially, you know, uh, benefit you. What What do you, What's going through your mind in, back then when you know, like, uh, your father is is gone, and what's going through your mind? Do you blame? Do you What What do you think? There was a part of me that thought, "Damn, if I was serious about life, if I was serious about life, up until that point." Maybe I would have had some money to help him with the things he was going through. Because it was like some financial shit. And he kind of did some bad things to, you know, I'm from Southside Chicago. You know, like without going into it or throwing him under the bus. He did some things that, you know, that, that came back to haunt him. And he felt like this was the only way out. As well as, I think he had some undiagnosed um, depression. Right? He was going, you know, like, uh, and I, I noticed in my life, I've actually been through doubt about some depression like I think it's a genetically pre, pre genetically predisposed to have some depression I think everybody goes through depression states times because lights just suck sometimes not all the time I, I when I said that life sucks I didn't mean like 100% of the time but sometimes life sucks man and you gotta fight through that pain man and it, it goes it comes and goes it's gonna come again you know like everyone's next tragedy is, is right around the corner everyone's next tragedy is right around the corner and now I think about How do I prepare for that? Am I ready for that? Do I have enough resources? Do I have the skill level? Do I have the the, the wherewithal or the discipline to, to overcome the next inevitable tragedy, right? It might be a natural disaster. Here in the United States, three hurricanes hit in a row. People lost their homes. They lost everything. The people I know who were rich who lived in those states, they're okay. They, they, left, that, they left those towns. And they're, 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 they're going to be fine, right? It, it's, but the poor people, man, the people who do, don't have the resources, they're going to they get hit the hardest, and it sucks, right? It sucks. Having that said, that, that's the answer. Prepare for it before it comes. And that's, that's what I think. That's what that taught me. It's just like prepare for the tragedy. It's on its way. What you said right now, it's the, the difference between the mentality of a winner and the mentality of a loser because... You communicate with yourself much better because, like you said, you ask yourself, how can I use it? How can I do this? And the quality of uh, people's life is in direct proportion to the quality of the communication and question we ask ourselves daily, right? So if I ask, why me? Why does it happen to me? Automatically, the brain is like a computer. Seek and you shall find. And eventually, you will always search and you get a lousy answers. So... You communicate with yourself better, and I believe that what's led you to move on and uh, you became even more hungry, no? For life, for your success. Yeah, yeah. And, and more resilient, I think. I, I, you, man, what you just said was really intelligent, man. I can tell you read a lot. I can tell you're a smart guy. Um, it's, it's, here's the thing. Like, you, your audience lifts weights, right, or is in the fitness. When you lift a weight, it actually tears the muscle. Mm-hmm. It breaks it down. It makes it weaker. You get sore. What does it do? It grows back stronger, right? Because your body, the, that tear, your body responds by becoming stronger so it can handle that weight. And if you keep handling that weight, that resistance, over and over again, it becomes easy, mm-hmm. right? But if you run from it, then what happens? The muscle atrophies. And so that's a metaphor for your life. If you... When the more tragedy you go through, the more pain and struggle you go through and 
fight through it, and that and if you don't run for it, you keep fighting and go through it, then next thing you know, that track that that's easy, right? You know, and uh, and uh, a girl breaking up with you becomes easy, right? It doesn't it break you, right? Uh, um, losing a family member it, as as much as it sucks, I'm not trying to minimize it. It doesn't break you, right? Uh, it, it's going to happen. Everybody you know is going to die. Everything you love is only temporary, right? I hate to tell this is real stuff. So like, you have to prepare for these things, mm-hmm. you know, like because they, they they are facts of life, and 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 you know, if a, your business fails, I've had businesses that fail. I went broke. I've lost money. Um, I've been to jail, right? Like these things, well, these things, if you, unless unless you become stronger, the same way with your muscle. I encourage a lot of uh, people and your followers to actually do things to make yourself stronger now. Like, I, your audience can't see because the podcast, but I'm standing. This is a standing desk, right? Because if I sit down all day, what happens? I become soft. Yes. You know, I try to take cold showers. I try to wake up early, go to sleep early. I still get enough sleep, but I go to sleep early because it's easier to stay up bullshitting, you know, playing video games. But, you know, that, that, that makes me soft, man. Like, the discipline. Building discipline, like imposing resistance upon yourself, makes you strong for when it comes up in your life. And it's going to come. It's going to come. And a lot of people, I think, just think they can avoid problems. And uh, it's like problems are part of life. And if we see it as gifts, it can actually get us more like, you know, I believe like uh, the quality of the energy you have daily, it will determine if you see a problem as a challenge or something you are going to break through or you're just avoiding because there is some approach about life and you can be an approach of, okay, I, I just uh, want to put my head on the sand and ignore what everything happened because problem is still going to be there, right? And uh, it's in your our hands to, to, to know that it's part of life. And even if I fix this problem, Another problem will eventually come. <laughs> so it's on, it's, it's on its way. Your life is. Well, here's the beautiful thing about problems. Like what you said was really intelligent, man. Uh, it's like it could be a gift. Those, 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 those of you guys who are starting businesses or want to have the entrepreneurs or even employees, like you know, like the way the world is set up, you have to to, to make money. You have to. You can't make money, right? Someone has to give it to you, and and they give you money, currency in exchange for a, a product or service. But they give it, but that product or service solves a problem, right? Business is all about problem solving, right? Like if mm-hmm. I own a supplement company, if people knew how to make their own supplements, source them, you know, then they wouldn't need me. If people like, or like with my online personal training, if they if they have a problem, they're overweight, they or or they, they want to build muscle, or they want to get stronger or more confidence. Uh, if they knew how to do it themselves, then they wouldn't need me, right? I solved that problem for them, right? Like you. These, 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 uh, the people listening to your podcast, man, they want to have a better life. They want to, uh, expand. They want to grow, right? And, and, and they're looking for that information, right? And you solve that, you help solve that problem for them, right? That's, mm-hmm. that's, if you can solve problems for people, you will never, ever, uh, want for anything, right? Like if I own a car dealership, I need someone to sell the cars. That's a problem. You know, I'm ready so I got to hire salesmen. Who can, who can solve that problem for me? The problem of uh, convincing a customer to, to, to exchange currency for this automobile, right? And that's what it is. Isn't business to solve a problem, but life, life is problem solving. The thing that's is, what, most, most people, uh, the thing is that most people just like, uh, you know, 99% of their time watching videos. And because we are like, you know, we are drowning in information. We have such a big information. YouTube, we have SoundCloud, we have Facebook, Instagram, everything. And the thing is that you want, I believe you want to spend like five, maybe 10% of your time watching, but actually applying, doing, making, taking action. Because if you want something, eventually the, the stuff will, will you, you can't reinvent the wheel. Like the information will always be the same, like the success formula and all of that stuff. But you just got to be smarter and do it your own way and not uh, just like be a follower. I, I made for, I believe, to become a leader so I can have more leaders that can actually take responsibility about their life and not just follow me. I don't need followers. I need them to actually apply what I say and, and do. 
Yeah, I, I feel you. I, I don't know if it's ten percent. I don't know what the percentage is of, of like actually digesting information and clicking. But you're, you're absolutely right. You gotta apply it because you know knowledge is only potential power. Because what a lot of people do, like like for me, like if I didn't seek out information on how to lift weights in the beginning, like in the story, then I would have just floundered around, not made a lot of progress. And I'd be one of these guys complaining about how, oh, this doesn't work, or this doesn't work, or this guy's on steroids, or making uh, excuses, or blaming other people for my, you know, because I see people try things, but they just don't, they don't do it right. Like, you, you, you can learn more from someone who's already been there. Like, if you have a mentor, like, I, I had a mentor when it came to the weights, right? Mm-hmm. So it, it, it really helped. But, but the difference is between what, what you're talking about and what I did, and what you do, and what the, your audience, do, the, the the good people who are listening to this, do what we want them to do is actually go apply that, that mm-hmm. information, right? Yes. Yeah. Everything's kind of hypothetical until you apply it to your own life situation. Yeah, man. And yeah, man. from from your perspective of uh, 35 years of experience, and in that short period of time, you experience a lot in your life. Um, do you truly feel fulfilled right now in your life? Are you really truly happy? Okay, so here's the thing um, about that question. I don't think about that. I don't, I don't think about that. I don't care about that. Because, like, you know, to say, are you happy? Like, what does that mean? Does that mean I'm, nobody's happy all the time? Like, that's a, that's a myth. They try to sell you this dream that you can just be happy all the time. Nobody has perpetual happiness. I know multimillionaires. And they cry. I've seen them cry, right? I know homeless people who have laughed. Like, as human beings, for the rest of your life, you're going to experience the full range of emotions, right? Like, you're going to sometimes you'll be happy, sometimes you'll be sad, sometimes you'll be confident, sometimes you'll be insecure, like all of us. Sometimes you'll you'll be fearful, sometimes you'll be courageous. Like, it's it's you're going to experience the full range of emotions. The thing is, what I think about is just accomplishment, just like what I'm trying to do. Like, I'm trying to get from this place to the next place uh, for whatever reason. You know, I want to help people. I want to make money. I want to help my family. I want to support my, my employees. I got 10 people in the other room, in the other room, 10 employees. They're all, like, under 25, and I want them to be successful. I, like, my, my, I want to make them all millionaires, right? You know, like, I want everybody who buys a product from me to accomplish their goals. And, you know, like, so that, that's the kind of stuff I think about. And, like, I take the fucking emotion out of it. Right, you know, it, it's it's because I'm not going to be happy. All nobody's happy all the time. Like losers, guys who just sit around jagging off and playing video games, they find moments of happiness. Right, like happiness is overrated. You can get, I can find happiness in a bottle of uh, tequila. I can find happiness in some girl. You know, moments. It, but it's just like that. Like it, it, it comes and goes. You know, like take the emotion out of it. Focus on your goals because it's going to suck sometime. And it's going to suck, man. Like when you were building up this podcast. Before you got, you know, like being the it's probably difficult, you know, like to get all these like amazing guests you had on here, you know, like you know Elliot Holtz, uh, who else? Yeah, I mean Vedros, you had Vedros Luso, and I look up to, man, I got I got a whole list. Uh, Vince yeah. Del Monte, I was just with Vince last weekend. Brandon Carter, like you get all these, like it, it, it was difficulty getting some of that, you know, and it wasn't all fun and happy, right? And it's never going to be all happy. I, I just, I just. I just don't think that's a, a worthy goal because it's going to come and go. Emotions fluctuate. The question is, uh, do you give it permission to stay a lot of time or you give it like, okay, I feel bad right now. I feel angry. I feel upset. But am I empowering this emotion or I'm like, okay, I give it a limit of, uh, and, and I, I control my emotion because one of the five master things we want to master is our emotions, right? Yeah. You do want to master. You do want like, to you do want to have a, you do want to master your, your emotions, or you know Tony Robbins state control, right? You know, like you want to, you want to be able to control your state, or at least. But I can control my state. Like if I'm upset about something, I can still turn it on when I need to make a video, when I need to work. See, I, I think, I think what's even more powerful, powerful than state control or if you master your emotion is being able to respond appropriately to your current situation in spite of your Right, I think, like that's that's what I'm on, right? Like, and I get what you're saying, I, and I understand the concept. Just, just me personally, I think I'm, I'm gonna be pissed some days, and that's okay. You know, I still, I still show up and perform because mm-hmm. I'm a professional. 
I still do what I have to do for my employees, for my family, for my customers, right? You know, despite, you know, I take the emotion out of it, man. I guess that, that it's just, you do what you got to do, man. You show up and you, you, you perform if you're, if you're a professional, you know, like it. My emotions don't control my behavior. I'll put it like that, right? Like I can be pissed and still smile. Like, let's, let's say I can, like, you wouldn't know, I, you wouldn't maybe know it, but maybe I got some shit going on right now. Like, you know, they, 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 that could be potentially very difficult, but I'm still on here uh, trying to give you the best energy, give, make, make, give, uh, provide you and your audience the best content, right? Because that's what I'm here for, right? Mm-hmm. Does that make Does that make sense? Like, yeah, yeah, man. Like total detachment from emotion. Just total. Like that's what I'm detachment. All about doing what needs to be done when you're supposed to do it. And it's funny because yesterday I had you know JP Sears, the YouTuber. I do not. No, the guy who is the redhead is funny guy, a spiritual guy. <laughs> Man, oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I had him uh, yesterday uh, to an interview. So we talked about uh, emotions and anger. And he said, yeah, I had uh, something that bothered me. And I told him, like, you know the power of words. Because a lot of people say when uh, they're mad, like, oh, I'm pissed off. I want to kill this son of a bitch. And, but you said, I'm bothered. <laughs> So when you say bothered, so of course you're not gonna feel upset, right? Because it's it's uh, lower the intensity of what you're gonna feel. That stuff work. That does that 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 stuff does work, right? How you how you frame it in your word. Your words are really powerful. But I think the next level is just attachment, man. Like just attachment. Like you know, if you can just like okay, every time you're upset. Every time you're angry, every time you say it, what, what, what happens is the, the world has not, um, your, 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 no, okay, your circumstances are not in line with your preferences, right? Being what you, what, what was happening is not what you want to happen. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you're not a fucking child, Right? And you can't expect the world or every human or, or, or just life in general to conform to these preferences you have. Like, it's all preferences. Like, I wish my dad didn't shoot himself in the head. You know, that's just a preference. No one said that has to happen, right? And, you know, I wish, my, I wish uh, this girl uh, would call me back, right? I'm just, I'm just making shit up, right? You know, uh, uh, I wish this thing I had didn't break. Like, you don't say that, but that's the thing. Like, this thing broke. I wish it was working, right? But the world's not going to conform to your to your purposes. So once you accept that, and just know, hey man, yeah, the world's not going to conform to my purposes. I can cry about it like a fucking hoe, or I can accomplish my goals regardless of my circumstances and regardless of emotion. I think that's the next. Just totally ignore it. <laughs> I mean, I, that's what it works for me. I don't know. A psychologist might say I'm a psycho, right? You know, or something. But I just I just ignore it, man. Just go like. Fucking Terminator, right? Just determine. You set a goal, you go get it. No matter how many these Terminators walk, people shooting them, he's getting hit with stuff, and he just keeps going till he kills everybody. That's kind of how I, I look at my 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 I think, goals. I think that really the beauty of the life is that your goals is always changing, right? And you're you're on your own journey, and sometimes not reaching your goal or whatever you wanted when you were younger. Is actually making you more of who you are, like not achieving mm. that, uh, like for yourself, you said you want to be a musician and yeah. not achieving that it made you even more hungry and made even more of your expectation. Oh, yeah, man. I think, you know, and then, yeah, 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 like for sure, you know, for sure. And if nothing else, it makes you more resilient. Mm-hmm. It makes you more resilient, like like not have not accomplished my goals in music, uh, having a uh, business that failed before, uh, uh, you know, fucking up this business and having to rebuild it again, you know, uh, everything makes me stronger. Every, all, all the pain, the pain, there's beauty in that, man. There's like this beauty in that pain. It makes you, it makes you stronger and more resilient than you can handle more than you can what? You can solve more problems, mm-hmm. right? Because you can handle more and you will be compensated, whatever, whatever that means to you in, in, in proportion to the, the, the problems you're able to solve. I, I really believe from my own experience of life that when you get certainty and truly confidence about yourself inside, 
without mm-hmm. any outsource that showing you yeah, that you have validation or you have the capital or you have the people that telling you like you absolutely sure when you even broke okay then you mm-hmm. actually know I'm confident that I'm gonna make it then you will have everything you want in your life because most people try to reach for something outsource right if I have the car if I have the money if I have the degree if I have this 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 and when they have it they feel they are more confident but if I take everything away yeah. what do they have left yeah no I, I, I believe that man like just the confidence I think confidence comes from confidence mm-hmm. right like if you're good at something you, you know then you're confident in that realm right if for example if you know Michael Phelps the swimmer if he was in dropped in a uh, the middle of uh, like, a, like a mile out of the ocean he could he has confidence he's going back maybe not a mile I don't know I'm not a swimmer but if it was me I, I had no confidence nor should I like if I had confidence in myself in that in, under those circumstances it'd be delusional right like it, it's it's um, a lot of people say you should have confidence in yourself just because or just because you you're awesome or that like, that's bullshit like I think if you're not good at anything you should have no you have no business being confident in that realm or even like if you're not good at anything at all then you there's no I don't even think you should like yourself right like I think you should like get it together and start contributing to society again and do stuff do something that, that, that matters Right, like it, it, it's, it's. I, I think you should build focus on like you should really feel focus on skill acquisition, you know, because if you do that, that gives you that confidence that you're talking about. Like, no matter what, you can make it happen. No matter what, you can make it happen. But you can only go through that. You can only get that from skill acquisition and actually like going through it, like falling down, getting back up, and you know, and and, and learning shit, like. That's a, can I tell you something, man? I want to tell you something. This idea I had, I want to share it with you. Mm-hmm. That's that's okay. Yeah, of course. Yeah, man. I, um, I I haven't played a video game in a long time. I don't have anything against it. I just don't have time for this shit, right? But I know a lot of people play video games. And this this analogy, I, I played them in the past, and I remember like there's levels in each game, mm-hmm. and each game you start you start at level one. The first time you play, you might die. At, I don't know, maybe we're, we're playing some shoot up, shoot 'em up game or something. I don't know. And then I might die when I go around the corner, right? So I, I, then I start over. I know there's a there's a killer behind the corner, so I can I know to avoid him and shoot him. I don't die the next time, but maybe I die at the barricade the next time, right? So next time I play, all right, there's a, there's a shoot around the corner. I know somebody at the barricade, and and you, the process keeps going until you build, uh, till you beat the level, right? So you get knocked down, you get defeated a bunch of times. And then, but but in the defeat teaches you how to be victorious. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then you get to the next level, and it all happens over again. It's, and it, it's only it's only more difficult. Mm-hmm. And it keeps going that until the game is over, and that's life. Yes. <laughs> that's life. Mm-hmm. Like, it never ends. Mm-hmm. You keep getting knocked down. You have to, and, and, and getting in getting knocked down. You learn how to not get knocked down, it's just so you can face a bigger problem and get knocked down by that, and then knock and then learn how not to get knocked down by that, just so you can face a bigger problem. And you know that's life. That is that's life. And then and then the game's over, and you, and it all meant nothing. But hopefully, <laughs> hopefully you left the world better than you found it. Mm-hmm. It's that. And this is why it's all about leaving a legacy, planting seeds yeah. in a garden you will never see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh man, whoa, say that again. A legacy is planting seeds in a garden you will never see. Mm, that's deep. Or get credit for, right? You know what I'm saying? Like you might not get any credit for anything you've done. I don't know the person who invented the plumbing system, mm-hmm. like whose idea that was. <laughs> but when I turn on the faucet, I, I, I get water and my life is better as a result uh, of him putting in that work. Yes, yes, you're absolutely right, man. And what, yeah. like you said, like repetition is the mother of skills too, right? Because the more you, you do something and you are okay being like really not good at it at the beginning. Because everything we do, like you and myself, when we just started our training, you look like an idiot. You you move your body like this, and you don't really you don't know how to even use your body properly. But the more we did it, 
like day after day, week after week, months after months, then it became a part of you. You, it's just like I always uh, like to take an example, like driving a car. When you just uh, start driving a car, so it's so much activities. I need to put my hands on the gear. I need to look in the mirror, yeah. da, 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 and my teacher is here always like uh, telling me this and. It's so much activity, but after yeah. a while, it's just driving because <laughs> you did it so much. Drive, eat a burger, listen to music, <laughs> smoke cigarette, whatever you do. You can do all types of stuff and drive at the same time. You know, um, you shouldn't, but you're capable of it because of the repetition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, that's life, man. And I wanted to ask you about uh, YouTube. When you just started out, and uh, what made you start? Do you see it as a... Uh, a diary of your life, uh, that something that helped you, like uh, follow through, commit yourself more. Uh, no, man. I, I, I decided to when I, one, one of the things when I decided to get my life together is I decided to uh, start a supplement company because I've been working as a personal trained nutritionist for so long. Uh, I I I had a, I had a background in in sports nutrition, right? I trained some guys in the NFL, uh, you know, like pro athletes, stuff like that, and one day I went to the doctor just for a routine checkup. They said my blood pressure was real high, and it was because of supplement. I, I was taking the supplement from GNC. I don't want to say the name of the company because I don't want to throw them under the bus because I might just be an outlier, right? Uh, it doesn't mean it happens to everyone. It might have just happened to me, but my blood pressure was crazy high. And I thought, man, what if there was a natural fat burner, right, uh, that, that they can give you, like, similar results without the side effects? And then I, 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 I researched it, and I had a background in sports nutrition. I came up with a form of this product. Oh, it's actually right here. This is this is the new version, T-Rex Extreme Fat Burner. And I decided that, so I hustled up like thousands of dollars to actually like get the product developed, you know, the manufacturers, go to the labs, all this shit. It was like a lot of work. And, and I was like, damn, I don't have any money to market this. So I had a little camera, a little cheap camera, man, like a hundred dollar flip camera. They, they don't even make them anymore. And I said, hey, man, maybe I'll just start making some YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. And it was it was to market the product. And that's how I did it, man. It was just more like, initially it was just for that, but then I realized that people, after, people really started liking the videos. You know, like I, I guess because I, like I talk about competence, right? I, I had competency in being a trainer. And the, the fan base just grew bigger and bigger and bigger into people telling me to change my life. And now, you know, now it's just something I do, I, I actually enjoy putting out content uh, that helps people and I, I enjoy getting these uh, tra- transformations even if they don't buy anything from me the fact that they said that they benefited from my um, my content or what I've done is um, it's very rewarding for me right like because sometimes it's difficult man to get up early and work all day on stuff and spending hours working out I spent like three hours editing a video right before we got on um, and sometimes it's difficult to push through that, but when you had have something more, something intrinsic, right? Like it's more than money for me, you know. It's really like helping these 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 people who who want help. Like I remember when I wanted help, uh, and there was no resources, or they weren't as ready, readily available. Uh, it gets me going, man. It fires me up, you know. What? It's more of that. Man. What is like uh, life on your terms? Do you actually live right now like you always wanted to live, or there is always like you always expand it more? I. You mean like things I desire, like goals, like personal goals and stuff? No, like uh, yeah, like. Do if you have in your mind like the the perfect day of like a do do you have uh, do you still have in your mindset, like, you see it differently? Well, my, my, my perfect day is, like, it wouldn't be, like, inspiring. It's like, it, it, it'd be, like, hedonism, right? It'd be, you know, it'd be, you know, on a, on a tropical island, hanging out with, like, some, like, models and having orgies and threesomes, right? It's like, I mean, that, it's my perfect day. You know, a lot of the self-help gurus and stuff might not say shit like that, but that would be a perfect day for me. At the same time, that's just like hedonism. That's self-indulgent. It doesn't. Uh, I would. It, it would make me soft if I lived my life like that, and I wouldn't be prepared for the upcoming tragedies, you know, in life. Uh, and 
And after a while, it would probably get, nah, I don't know. I don't know if that gets old. I don't know if that gets old. It, it, but it, it wouldn't, I mean, that's really the perfect day for me. But, but having that said, that's not how I really want to live. I mean, I do, like, deep down. I, I, you know, I'm actually thinking through this as we're saying, as we're talking, right? Because no one has ever asked me this question before. It's a good question. It's, um, I sacrifice, man. Like, I, I'd rather sacrifice for, like, something else, right? Because I, I, can, I can do that today. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I can do. I have the resources to make that happen, and I don't because I want to make some other things happen, more so for other people, right? Like, I, I don't like. I don't need a lot of things. I have enough money. Um, so, what's the next I, level I, for you, if you think about it this way? What's the next level for Brandon Carter after 35 years, all of the stuff you experience? What is the uh, next man, level? Yeah, yeah. I really want to just make. I just want to help uh, more. I, I'm keep doing what I'm doing just at a bigger, bigger level. You know what I mean? Like, things won't change as much. It's just going to expand. You know what I mean? It's just going to be bigger, right? The, the company's going to be bigger. The, the employees, there's going to be more employees. I'll be able to, to provide more jobs for more people. I'll be able to help more people uh, accomplish their, their fitness and life goals. Uh, just, yeah, they, you know, make more money. You know, like, it's just like, these are the, these are the things. What I'm doing right now, I'm just going to keep expanding. Mm-hmm. It's like I I uh, know that if, just like I train my muscles, I need to train my emotion, and because it's not mer- it doesn't matter like uh, I will live outside, it's I will live inside. You know, and I know such a lot of uh, successful people, really famous people that uh, you just hear about them that well, they kill themselves. Like recently, yeah. the the guy from Linkin Park. So it's, what, it's because, yeah, it's, I believe like uh, internally they didn't master their own, their own world inside. Yeah, I mean, and, 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 and th- th- there is something to be said about like actual undiagnosed, like mental issues that people have, man. Like some of that stuff needs to be addressed. Uh, you know, it, it, it might not just be as easy as, as, you know, they need to train their mind more. I mean, a lot of people. Right, you're right. You're not. You're not incorrect. Uh, but there, there are are some instances where, you know, like a lot of people just have undiagnosed shit, man. You need help, like just like if your arm is fucked up, you should go see a doctor, right? You know, like um, my kids always ask me, "What do you do for acne?" I say, "Go to the dermatologist, man. Stop fucking around. Your skin is an organ. Like don't 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 ask some random asshole on the internet what to do with your organs, right? Like go see a professional, right? And I think a lot of a lot more people need to actually see professionals, man, because uh, there's a, you know, like the brain, man, the brain is powerful and it can, it can take charge. What you're saying is right, though. Like, that's going to help 100% of people, exactly what you said. But I think there's another level where it can get even darker, right? You know, it can get even crazier uh, that maybe me and you can't even understand, right? Like, if you see somebody like schizophrenia, right? Like, or there's, there's, there's levels to that. There's, there's, there's the guy on the street uh, trying to use his shoes as phones, right, acting crazy. But there's also, like, there's milder versions of that that are, like, real problems for a lot of people. And uh, I, I don't know what the answer is, but, like, people, like, it needs to be addressed. Freud uh, used to say uh, that uh, sometimes in our life we, we experience uh, something that led us to be in certain ways. So if, for example, there is somebody that's stubborn and, you know, like, da 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 Okay, so it was really good until the age of six and something happened just before the event that he links in his head to start stubborn. So mm-hmm. if you can, uh, Freud sorry, said that if you can take a person to that moment and actually make his brain understand what happened before that moment, you can heal him. Mm-hmm. It may, yo, I think you're, I think you're, I, perhaps, man, like, yo, like Freud said a lot of cool, you know what Freud, you know what Freud said about happiness? Mm-hmm. In uh, in in uh, the, his book Civilizations and Dis and Discontent, he said that happiness is actually perpetual happiness is unattainable. It's only contrast, right? You're only happy in compared to being sad. You actually need the sadness. You need mm-hmm. the pain. You need the struggle in order to feel happiness, right? Like it. And um, meaning, uh, when I like when I was in Los Angeles one 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 time. I, Los Angeles, the day I, right before 
flew to Los Angeles. It's a huge snowstorm in New York. I mean, like crazy snow, cold, blizzard. Like they were canceling school. They told cancel to work. And then uh, I, I caught one of the last flights out. And I, was like, I got to LA. It was 70 degrees. It was beautiful. I'm wearing a tank. I was like, man, this is amazing weather. I know that I, the locals did not appreciate that as much as I did. Mm-hmm. Right? Because I had just came from like some really difficult weather. Right? Like, like difficult, not just it's cold, it's like the trains don't work. People can't move their cars. Right? It's, it's, it's shutting down the city kind of weather. And so I appreciated that great weather a lot more. Um, Freud said that we need that to be happy. It's all about contrast. Galileo once said that um, there's nothing harder to bear than the succession of fair days. Meaning when everything is good, that's when you start to find bullshit to be upset about. You know what I'm saying? It's like the law of familiarity, no? What? It's like the law of familiarity. When you're around something long enough, you take it just a little bit for granted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I encourage all your listeners to put yourselves, to literally put yourself through some sort of struggle or trials. Whether it's like I take cold showers, I try to wake up early. Does working out fitness? Like I don't like working out, man. Like some people like it. Uh, that's because they're not working out with me. All right. If we were out with me, you would hate every moment of it. You'd be sweating and ready to throw up. You know, and you wouldn't. But but when it was over, you'd feel way better. Then before you started, and it's only because you went through that pain. Like you ever been through a hard workout? Like, oh, I'm so glad that's over. That's why I hear, oh, I'm so glad we're done. And they're like happy that it's over. Mm-hmm. They weren't that happy before we started. What happened? The contrast. Just like uh, in life, when you actually work the hardest for something you really want or passionate about, you appreciate more. And uh, most people just try to reach like uh, to the uh, secrets. Um, this is what's like uh, you know it like marketing strategies. So we can post a, a video that three secrets to apps. So you automatically have one hundred uh, of thousand of views because a lot of people try to seek for the you know the shortcuts. And I believe it's something all in us at, at the beginning of our journey. But after you been through some stuff in your life, you eventually appreciate the journey and you see things much differently than uh, most of the masses. Yeah, you see, uh, having that said, if, 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 there is, if, if there are, if you can find a way to get to your destination faster, you'd be foolish not to take it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I, I, I'm not going to drive out of my way or I'm not going to walk somewhere I could, I, it, it, it makes, I'm not going to walk from like, LA, I'm not going to drive from LA to, to California, I mean from uh, New York to uh, California. Yeah, it's like uh, Ty Lopez have a good example for this. Uh, I, I remember from the past, he said, like, if you had a chance to run against uh, Usain Bolt, would you run or would you take a cow if you had the chance? <laughs> yeah, if you had the chance. Yeah. yeah. I mean, take advantage. Like, and one of the things is, like, like listening to podcasts like this, like, you're going to get uh, you and what you what you do for people is you you get successful people on your podcast and they and then you, you ask some good questions that actually gets the, the information out of them. Right, mm-hmm. and you deliver that to your audience. So now your audience can learn some of the things that we all had to learn the hard way. Right, if you can learn things the easy way, then maybe you can avoid some 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 uh, this, uh, misfortune. Or when you go through it, it'll make more sense. Right, mm-hmm. even that sometimes that's that valuable too. It's like, oh, this is what Vince Delmonte said. I get it now. You can connect the dots. Right, you learn faster. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely right. And last thing I always uh, tell people, it's like uh, always take out of the door of your mind because if not, then weeds grows automatically because what a lot of people with this, right? With the iPhone, we, and every day we start our day and we go through Facebook, Instagram, and unconsciously all of this information feed our brain. And yeah. it becomes our reality. So we've got to be really cautious about what we get inside of this head. So that's, that's for myself, each day I, I listen to audiobooks. I listen to guys like Tony Robbins. And it yeah. shaped me. It, it makes me a, a better human being. Yeah, it, I mean, it definitely does. I, like when I work out, I listen to audiobooks, podcasts. Uh, like I'm trying to like even, even just listening to it. Like you, you absorb a lot of that information. 
you know, and and, 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 and hopefully your client people are applying it to their lives. You know? mm -hmm. Last question that I always uh, love to ask before because I don't want to take more of your time. Um, okay. What is the legacy you would like to live long after you won't be here? Okay, so I don't, because like that question implies that I will get some. Right. Even, even though I, I'm like I'm lead, like I what, what, like I, I want to be remembered or I want uh, some sort of recognition or I want to say Brandon was the kind of guy who did this. And I don't really give a fuck about that. What I do care about is uh, like on a real level, actually leaving the world better than I found it. Right. Because um, the world doesn't owe me nothing. If anything, I, you know, or the, the, you guys listening to your audience, the world doesn't owe you anything. Owe you anything. Fact, you owe the world stuff because you were probably born. Most the majority of people listening were probably born in a hospital, right? And you know, with, with electricity and plumbing. And people before had to invent these things or build these things or build this infrastructure or, or, or like everything you see. You go outside, just cars, there's roads. This is all here before you came because people worked hard to 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 build this thing. And the, most of the people listening is. If you, if you got an iPhone or you got iTunes and you're able to listen to Digest podcast, then you're probably living pretty good. You know, mm -hmm. you're, you're definitely living way better than the majority of humans who have lived before you, right? Mm -hmm. And it's because of what they did, you were born into a relatively comfortable life. And you have an obligation, I believe, to leave this world better than you found it so the other, so the people who come after you are in a better position, right? So that's what I try to do, right? That's what I think about, and I don't care if I get credit for it or not, because who gives a fuck? I'm dead, right? Like y'all, I care about it. Like if, if in some some manner the world is better because I've been here, that isn't like an intrinsic thing. But I don't care if I get the credit or like I have a legacy. Like that's, that's just not something I think about because I think it's kind of stupid. Because you're dead, like you're dead. What is it? What does it even matter? It's all over, bro. Like, but that's just me. Like, I'm not shitting on anyone who says they want to leave a legacy, and then uh, I, I'm not, if that's what motivates them and helps them work hard and, and, and do good, for then, then I'm all for it. It's just for me, it's not. It's just not something that that I, that I resonate with. Mm -hmm. That's great stuff, man. Thank you very much. So, thank you. Where can we find you? Oh man, all right. You can go to brandoncarter.com, and there's a lot of information here. There, you know, or, or just you know, you can search me on YouTube, BrandonCarter.com. I'm just Brandon Carter. I'm on Instagram, uh, Snapchat. Uh, yeah, man, you should be able to find everything. You know, I, I'm not hard to find. You know, Facebook is where I'm at the most. I do, I'm probably most frequent posting on Facebook. You can search Brandon Carter on Facebook. I'm the one with 1.6 million followers. Um, not hard to admit. <laughs> Great stuff, man. Thank you, Brandon Carter. You heard them from the best. <laughs> If you enjoyed this interview or any other one from the Mind Body Podcast, feel free to subscribe to my podcast at iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and at my YouTube channel. Also, feel free to share this podcast on Instagram by tagging the Mind Body Podcast. Do you want to be a part of the Mind Body podcast? So remember the FAST factor. The FAST factor stands for 1. Facebook. Become a part of the Mind Body podcast community by joining our Facebook community just by searching on Facebook the Mind Body podcast community. Number 2. Act. Don't just be a passive listener. Act upon what you've just learned by applying one simple thing from any episode or interview. 3. Subscribe. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, or if you're visual like me, then just search the Mind Body Podcast on YouTube. And number 4. Train others. Because just like I always say, leaders create leaders and you're all here to grow together and by training others, you're training yourself. So this is the fast factor. Remember it. Facebook, act, 
subscribe and train others. Oh, and please feel free to leave a review which will engage all your VAC senses. And the VAC senses stands for visual, auditory and kinesthetic, which when you use all the three combined, you remember stuff much better. For more information about my coaching, public speaking and taking your mind and body to all new levels, check my site at lidodayan.com. Till then, never, ever forget to smile. See you soon.